0: Well, into the studio again for your Wednesday, as he does every week, Dr. Andrew Corbett with another Life Matters discussion. A very good morning to you, Andrew. Uh, Thank you, Dave, and good morning to you. Good
1: morning to everyone who's uh, joining us again for this discussion. And as I have been privileged to do the last few Wednesdays, uh, thanks to our uh, new business sponsorship account manager, Jim Gray. He's been working hard at uh, getting businesses on board and supporting our mission in what we're doing and so i want to thank in particular trailers Tasmania for coming on board as a new sponsor of wayfm enabling us to continue to reach out and and touch people who are in need of hope inspiration and encouragement and to add value to marriages and families and strengthen the, uh, the the most important relationships in your life and so really appreciative also to uh, Jessops, uh, the solar guys coming on board as well. Great to have them on board. So we're, we're uh, enabling uh, our businesses that do sponsor WFM to present themselves to you. And we trust that you'll support them as well as they support us. So by supporting them, you are supporting us. Uh, just also another reminder that we have our WFM dinner coming up uh, Friday, November 13. Uh, that will be at the Tail Race Centre. And uh, you can get your ticket to that simply by giving us a call on 633 Let Aileen know that you would like to come to our uh, annual Thanksgiving dinner, particularly if you are a member of WayFM a friend of WayFM or a supporter of WayFM, we'd love to have you there. This will be a fundraising dinner and we'll be hearing from people who have a WFM story, how WFM has touched their lives and we'll be auctioning off some some of our uh, sponsor products who, uh, thanks to our sponsors, they've donated uh, for the evening to uh, help us to continue to uh, broadcast and particularly get through the summer months and uh, your support at this fundraising dinner would be greatly appreciated the day after that we're having our garage sale and Dave I've heard you over the last few days promoting that on air to our listeners Uh, we'll be auctioning off some of our our vinyl LPs and some of the things that thanks to technology we don't need to physically have anymore so have a look at that there'll also be bric-a-brac and there'll be a sausage sizzle and and some fun things happening up at the station the day after our fundraising dinner as well. Uh, I, I did also just want to encourage people to consider becoming a member of YFM with our Thanksgiving dinner uh, coming up. This might be an ideal opportunity for you to consider becoming a, a, a supporter, in, uh, not, not just in intention, but, but actually becoming a member of YFM. Uh, so please consider doing that as well. Just before we get into today's discussion, I just wanted to briefly touch on something that's very, very serious. It's, it's happening here uh, at WayFM at the moment, and that's in relation to the anti-discrimination hate speech tribunal hearing coming up regarding Archbishop Julius Porteous. Archbishop Porteous is a really good man, and his, his statements that he circulated to the uh, Catholic school community of Tasmania are reasonable, they're, they're not offensive. They're not hate-filled in any way. And I just ask you to support uh, Archbishop Porteus. There's a an online petition that Mark Brown and the ACL have in circulation at the moment. You can support that. There's also a Facebook page. You can like and keep up to date with some of the information there. Look, if this, if this goes wrong, this, this has implications for all of us here in Tasmania, not just the Christian community, but the community that believes in free speech. There's also some other things happening in Launceston, which my daughter's pretty excited about as well. Lots of
0: stuff going on at the moment. Of course, Colin Buchanan is in town tomorrow afternoon as well. Pretty excited about that. Hey, listen, uh, Andrew, today we're talking about how to run your life like a business. Yeah, Nick, this is one of the interesting things, Dave. If you talk with any successful
1: business person, and and I, look, I, I really enjoy hanging out with business people. They tend to be pretty positive. They tend to be optimistic they, they tend to see the silver lining in every cloud they they turn sometimes adversity into opportunity and advantage and so they're really fun people to hang around and this is what I've noticed if you ask any successful business person what it took to start their business to grow their business and to run their business this is the first thing you'll notice they are more than happy to tell you of all the business people that I've asked to tell me their story they've gladly willingly told me their story okay the, the other thing is in talking with people who run a, a completely different businesses oftentimes with a completely different approach a, a different uh, market that they're they're going to different products different services different ways of delivering some you know some is retail some is wholesale some is manufacturing some are value adding yet this is what stands out of of all the successful business people that I've spoken with and heard of their stories, so not even necessarily that I've directly spoken with, this is what I've noticed. They all experience the same principles in running their business. And they all, basically, if you boil it down, they all come down to four very common, very similar business principles. These four principles, every successful business their business turns on these same four principles. It's really uncanny. Now, I'm not the only one to notice this. There's a show that's on cable TV, which I saw when I was in America. And and when we had cable TV here for a little while, I used to watch it. And In fact, one of the reasons I stopped that subscription is that that season of this particular program called The Profit came to an end. And it's, the, it's a, a reality program featuring a fellow by the name of Marcus Lemonis And he goes into businesses that are on the ropes, businesses that perhaps mum and dads have set up or somebody just with really good intentions has set up. And he goes in and he invests in these businesses and turns them around. And, and he frequently says, he, he identifies these same four principles. He says, look, business is essentially really simple. You've just got to get these four principles the same. You've just got to get these four principles in place and if you can do that, you'll set yourself up to run a successful business. Now, this is what I've noticed. You, you don't have to be a business person to benefit from these four principles and the four principles that uh, will position a business from perhaps struggling to being successful also work in your own life and they they have a direct bearing perhaps on your job prospects in fact i would say almost certainly they'll they'll have a huge bearing on your job prospects so if you're looking for a job this will this will give you an edge an advantage they'll have they have they have an advantage for marriages in fact these these principles enhance marriage and they also enhance family life and the, the thing i've noticed that these principles actually can have a direct benefit and bearing on your personal well-being so your personal well-being can be impacted by implementing the same principles that business people have found a successful business is founded on if you can implement these principles they will have a direct bearing on your health as well. So your job prospects, your marriage, your family and your health. And Dave, just before we we go to music, I just wanted to remind our listeners that we are a listener-supported station. We are dependent on not just our business sponsors and we trust that you'll support them, but we, we are utterly dependent because of the government restrictions on how much advertising we can air on donations to keep us adding value and inspiration encouragement to our listeners right around launceston so we encourage people to get behind us at
0: this time and just a reminder as well you can listen to our discussion right now you can listen to it live on our website just go to wayfm.org.au and of course click listen live right now this is kelly clarkson and stronger way FM. good morning M for your Wednesday, we're talking with Dr. Andrew Corbett, as we do every Wednesday. And today, Andrew, you've introduced how to run your life like a business. Yeah, and uh, Dave, there's four principles that I sort of
1: alluded to before we uh, came up to uh, Kelly Clarkson Music Break, which is a great song, by the way. Um, and these four principles are the backbone of any business. Any successful business will be built around these four essential constitutional elements that go into making a business successful so these four things when in place mark the difference between a struggling business and a successful business and they all start with p the first one's product now a a business's product could be a service that it offers it could be an accounting firm it could be uh, a drafting firm it could be an engineering firm. So in other words there's some kind of service that it offers. It could be a cleaning firm, it could be a consultancy, whatever it is, they are going to have a good product. That product is well presented, it's uh if it, it the product itself works, it delivers on the promise that it makes to customers and that that product is uh one that the the business is able to present to its to the market to its potential customers as one that either they need or will meet a need they have so that's where it starts every business has got to have a product of some kind whether it be a good or a service and that's where it starts the next p is processes this is probably one of the the ones that perhaps someone's a uh, really good with their hands they might be a really good mechanic and eventually they're going to discover that if you can't have a process whereby you can take bookings you can uh have uh, customers who are uh, scheduled to come in at a certain time bring their car or whatever in at a certain time and then for you as the mechanic to know who's coming in and will i need to order parts uh, in advance Well whatever you know will i will i need to have this this that or the other that's a part of the processes and very very quickly mechanics in particular might realize you know what i actually need somebody who's really really good with processes to answer the phone take the bookings order the parts schedule the customers and so on so a really good business the difference between a good business and a struggling business is not just the product whether it be a good or a service But it's also going to be the processes. And that means if you're a customer, from the customer's perspective, you know what we want. We want to be able to come in. We want this to be very efficient. We don't want our time wasted. And in fact, we could sum all of that up by the word easy. The best processes and the most successful businesses are businesses whose processes are easy. They are easy. So if you get uh, an electrician around to your house, you want to be able to ring up, uh, ask, you know, can the electrician come around at X o'clock, whatever time that is. And the process will enable the business to say, yes, we'll have a a Sparky around there at two o'clock on Thursday. And they've got their process for making that happen. And by telling you that that's a part of their process, they come around when they say it two o'clock on Thursday or whatever time they made. And that's a part of the process as well. Delivering on their process is a part of not just the, the process, but a part of their the, the, the product that they offer. They do their job. They do it efficiently. That's part of the product. And then they invoice you efficiently. And that's a part of the process as well. So, Process is really important. Businesses cannot function without really good processes. And it's it's important for a customer to know not only is the, the product good, but the process to actually buy the the, the product, uh, uh, take the product with you or, or uh, correspond the product to where you need it. And then uh, the process of being able to pay for that product and get some kind of, Warranty or after-sales service with that product as well—all a part of the process. That I would say you could have—you could have two people, two businesses that are selling the same product, whether it be good or service. One could have a have a really sloppy, difficult uh, process. It's it's difficult for the customer to get served. It's difficult for the customer to get the product. It's difficult for the customer to be invoiced and to pay for the product and to get service relating to the product. And contrast that with a successful business that has a good product the process is easy it's easy for you to order it it's easy for you to buy it it's easy for you to have it delivered promptly it's easy for it to satisfy the need that you have and it's easy to get good after sales service the product price might be exactly the same in both instances and that's a that is actually a p part of process as well in the process there's there's the price of the product and i guarantee you most people will go for the business that has the easiest process so this is we all know this intuitively you can walk into a store and get served really quickly and get out really quickly particularly for a man this is really important to a man and that business will become more successful than the other business selling exactly the same product but with less efficient processes The third P is people, competent people. Competent people are well-trained people. They're courteous people. They're people that are pleasant to do business with. They make you feel important. They know what they're talking about. They deliver on their promises. Competent people are the backbone of a business and it's one of the things that Robert Kiyosaki says distinguishes those who think they're in business from those who actually are in business because you might think you're in business and robert kiyosaki says the test is take a holiday if you can take a holiday and you have competent people in your business who can manage your business run your business grow your business while you are on holiday congratulations robert kiyosaki says you are indeed in business You are in business, but if you can't do any of that, you can't take a holiday because the whole thing's dependent upon you. Um, you, You're always telling people, quote unquote, good people are hard to find. If that's your story, chances are you're not positioned either as perhaps as a business, maybe you're self-employed, but you may not be in business and you certainly may not be setting yourself up to be a successful business. So people... Competent people is the third critical constitutional element of a successful business. And the fourth P, absolutely critical. Every business person will tell you without this P in their business, they won't have a business and it's profit. There has to be a business, has to have reasonable profits, reasonable profits And this doesn't mean the business person is greedy and I know people often who don't understand business will look at those businesses that make a profit and think, you know, they're taking advantage of people. But consider, you know, having a business that makes a profit means that business can invest in new employment, it can invest in their products, it can invest to make... uh, the the overall society that we live in a better place so profit is absolutely essential so there's the four p good products efficient processes competent people and reasonable profits we'll come back after the nine o'clock news and i'm going to show how these apply
0: to the individual Hey, did you know that you can make a donation to Way.fm to keep us broadcasting by going online anytime, wayfm.org.au forward slash donate. And remember, any donation to Way.fm is tax deductible and it does help us to continue providing hope, inspiration and encouragement to thousands of listeners right across northern Tasmania. Now it's time for the 9 o'clock news update. Looking mostly fine with the top of twenty today. Might be some rain about tomorrow. Much needed rain for Northern Tassie, let me tell you. Next couple of days looking the same, and the sun coming back by about Sunday. Hey, listen, Andrew, we're discussing how to run your life like a business, and you've introduced to the four Ps of a successful business. Now I'm curious how these can relate to an individual. Uh yes,
1: and and they they do. And we just to remind our listeners, the four P's that we introduced, the constitutional elements of a good business include good products, efficient processes, competent people, and reasonable profits. And how that relates to an individual is this. If we look at the, the product of your life, it has to do with kind of your character, who you are, what you what you do, your reliability. So really, your product... What, what you produce, in essence, becomes your reputation for professionalism. Now to be a professional doesn't mean that you're necessarily you know being paid for it, but it just it just is a statement of your character. The, the product of your life, the fruit of your life, is professional. If you say you're going to do something, you develop a reputation for doing it. You are able to deliver on the commitments you make. You are someone who de- develops that reputation where people know you're, you're a person of your word. You're a person who, who uh, means what they say and is, is able to, to, to help people, uh, care for people, this is a part of the product, the fruit of your life. So we can look at a successful business, um, good products, and, and apply that to our own lives by saying, look, this is where we as people can become fruitful and the kind of fruit we want to be known for, our reputation, is, is, are those things. We're, we're diligent, we're, we're not half-hearted, we're reliable, and we honor our commitment. So we're, we're honest and we're people of integrity the The next one processes involves if we look at a business, a successful business that has really good processes, and we apply that to our own individual life, that would look something like our our own personal organization. We if the most organized people that I know generally keep diaries. They they keep some sort of schedule. They they know. Uh, when they're supposed to be somewhere where they're supposed to be somewhere and a part that's a small part of the process but beyond that they they become organized in very small ways and this includes uh, everything has a place and everything is in its place now I know that that some people are going to point to people who are just phenomenally successful and they are, to use an old term, a bit scatterbrained. Perhaps they're not, they're not as tidy as perhaps you would expect someone who is successful to be. But the reality is most, most successful businesses have really efficient uh, processes. And if you translate that into your own life, it means that you develop processes for the routines of your life. You, you, you have a regular go-to-sleep time, regular get-up time, meal times, those sorts of things become a part of the process of your life. You, 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 you know, you're less likely to lose your car keys because you have a regular place where you put it. That becomes a part of the process of your life. You, you have processes in place for where you, you know, the way you hang your clothes up, the, the, what, what you do with your personal things, your personal space, tends to be well looked after because you've got certain processes in place. So these are some of the things that individuals can learn from successful businesses. The other P in a successful business are competent people. You're adding competency to your life. Now competency can be formal or it can be informal. And I'm going to argue that sometimes the best competencies that you get in your life are actually informal competencies, these are the things that make you a lifelong learner. They make you someone who understands you need to be constantly improving yourself and you understand how to do that uh, through goal setting. So you say, you know, I'm not here but I want to be here and that's the essence of setting goals. Uh, Any good goal setting involves, you know, this is where I am, this is where I need to be and this is the time frame I need to achieve it by. So every good goal is uh, distinguished from a wish by the fact that it has a date on it. And that's a part of becoming a more competent person. So we can apply that principle to our life. And and as we do that, we're, we're drawing on, you know, these lessons that we can learn from successful business. And this is a part of how we can run our life like a business. We we do these things. So we're forever learning. Now, I'll, just a word of caution here. Sometimes we think we're learning because, you know, we're scouring the internet, whatever. But sometimes the internet can be a huge time waster. Rather than something that adds value to life, it actually detracts from your life. Uh, recently attended a seminar where the speaker showed some pretty resounding research that showed that people that spent more time reading physical books than on the internet were far more likely to have a better capacity to remember things and there's some pretty good reasons behind that research one of them is if you've got a screen in front of you today smartphones uh, tablets uh, computer screens that they are they bring up notifications from Facebook Twitter your email or Google Plus or whatever it is and so your chain of your train of thought is often broken by these digital appliances just a thought worth thinking about the the final p of a successful business is profit reasonable profit one of the things about a successful business is that its pricing is fair so that it can generate reasonable profits and of course reasonable profits allows a business to weather the financial storms it allows it to build some reserves so that when the inevitable storms economic storms come their way that they are able to withstand it 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 also gives them the scope that when opportunity for growth comes along those businesses are in a really good position to be able to take advantage of that and grow their business. So reasonable profit translates into an individual life by living with margin. So rather than, you know, maxing out everything, rather than, you know, spending from paycheck and having to be essentially dependent paycheck to paycheck, you begin to live with margin. You make certain cutbacks uh, in order to live with a little bit of margin, financial margin in your life. You also learn to save. One of the things that every good financial planner and investor will tell someone who comes to them for you know, initial consultation and advice is that they need to pay themselves uh, before they pay all their bills and creditors and so on. And this, this is savings. So savings is actually paying yourself first. You, you need to begin to develop an investment strategy If you want to grow your wealth, you need to invest. There's just no other way around, no shortcut. You need to avoid debt, and you especially need to avoid the pitfalls and the traps of gambling. If you want to live with reasonable profit in your life, don't be a gambler. Gambling is almost the odds are against you, absolutely guaranteed. We'll come back after this Music Break Dave, with some more on how to run your life like a business.
0: This is Life Matters right here on Wayfm this morning, how to run your life like a business. And also right now, Natasha Bedingfield, unwritten. Way FM, good morning. Way FM for your Wednesday. And if you'd like to hear our discussion again, we're uploading it to the website a little bit later today for you to download and then you can listen any that you wish. Now, Andrew, we're talking about how to run your life like a business. And you want to finish by talking about the art of taking calculated yes, risks. <laughs>
1: If you ever do look at any business person and you hear their story, you'll hear the story that that they at some point had to put almost everything on the line, everything on the line. Uh, many business people tell me that, you know, one of the differences between them and a public servant, and that it kind of irritates them a bit that, you know, sometimes uh, public servants or uh, people who are in the non-private sector are, are paid um, a... a, a a wage rate or a salary rate that's equivalent to what they would get so-called in the private sector. And I've had I've had more than one business person tell me, but you know, this doesn't reflect the risk involved in being in business in the private sector because for many small business people, and that doesn't necessarily mean their, uh, their business is insignificant or even not very profitable, It it means that for these guys... There, there are times when they they could lose everything, including their family home. They have to put it all on the line. And as many of them have told me, this is something that uh, you know pastors don't have to do, public servants don't have to do. So they feel it's you know sometimes it's a little bit unfair to compare salary rates or, or wage rates with people who who have to risk it all. And this is one of the essences of, a successful business uh, as I said you, if you talk with business people they will they will talk about the risks and if, if they don't just ask them what, what risks have you had to take and I absolutely guarantee you, they will not say I've never had to take a risk you know this has been the easiest thing in my life it just doesn't work that way so if you want to run your life like a business which I would recommend people do because I think if you do and we've seen just looking at the four P's of a successful business and how they apply to our lives, developing a reputation for reliability, uh, being personally organized, being a lifelong learner through constant improvement and goal setting, uh, living your life with financial margin through saving, investing, avoiding debt and avoiding gambling. Those things are going to have a huge impact on you personally. They'll have a huge impact on you maritally Uh, many marriages have broken up because of uh, closet gambling and and closet financial disasters and things like this and they'll it'll have a huge impact on your family the well-being of your family and ultimately it has an effect on your own mental well-being and therefore your physical well-being so running your life like a business has some really tremendous selling points so i would encourage people to consider this now let's consider the risks involved because there are risks that there are times when you will have to take risks it could be that you're that you are offered a job in another city this could mean you know the cost is you're going to have to move and it could be a risk this job may not work out for you but history history is replete with many examples of people who have been in situations where they've taken a risk and it's paid off. In fact, all investment in anything is a risk. The greater the risk, the greater the reward. But here's the the thing about risks. I'm going to put an adjective to it, a describing word, and the word is calculated. So we're not just talking about being you know cavalier we're not talking about just taking brazen unbridled unthought through risks. we're actually talking about as you said dave calculated risks where we're talking about the kind of risks that you've actually done your homework on you've actually got a perhaps a, a bit of a strategy you've set some goals you've 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 got your information you've done this Now you've just got to step out. And here's the thing about taking risks. You may fail. That's it. You may fail. In fact, one of the hallmarks of success is failure. Uh, Recently, I was involved in uh, an interviewing process where I was one of the the panel uh, interviewing people for a position and one of the prospective uh, applicants uh, was someone who I knew and I'd known for quite a while. And, and I said, look, quite frankly, what this person has going for them is they've made a lot of mistakes. But not just mistakes. They've made mistakes and learnt from it. And I actually think that is one of the greatest uh attributes you can bring with you into life is when you've you've taken a risk a calculated risk and you know what it didn't pay off you've made a mistake and in business it could mean you lose everything you lose your house you lose your income could it mean you lose your reputation Uh, but then again uh, success and greatness only comes through taking calculated risks and every successful business person has had to do just that so taking risks with opportunities, there's there's the first thing in life. There are going to be opportunities that you'll have to take a risk with. Um, every business person will tell you that a large part of their success is due to their connections with people. Here's the second set of risks you're going to have to take in life if you apply the principles of business to your life. It's social risks. It means going beyond your own social familiarity those people that you you know and you're comfortable with you know if you really want to be successful in life you want to draw on this business principle it means you're going to step out of your comfort zone you're going to meet new people and here's what i might say to that is you're going to say yes more often so you're invited out to a dinner party you might your most natural inclination might be to say no But if you want to be someone who takes social risks, you'll be someone who says yes. In fact, you'll say it more often. It will force you to meet new people. It will force you to get out of your comfort zone and not only meet more people and different people, but let's flip it. Allow people to meet you. And here's one of the things that people who are really successful at, uh, stretching their boundaries socially. Um, perhaps one of the sort of the power words associated with that is called networking. But th- this is one of the things that happens. You you build connections with people. And I, met, I heard of one guy who then made a resolution that every person he met, every new person he met, whether it be electronically or in person, he decided he would invest five minutes into that person. And that five minutes for him, included things like, what is it this person's trying to do and can I help them do it? And he figured that if he could just give five minutes of his time to every person in a, in a way that helped them to achieve what they were looking to achieve, he would be able to build connections with people where perhaps they might give him five minutes. And in, in fact, that's exactly what's happened. And it's turned out he's one of the most connected people on website linkedin because he he actually follows through on this he will give people five minutes he'll invest five minutes into people and it's amazing how many people will will really connect with you in a valuable way if you'll do just that just connect with them for a minute two minutes three minutes maybe five minutes it could be returning a phone call it could be the courtesy of dropping them a birthday greeting or something like that invest in people so the first one is is just simply taking risks, uh, taking advantage of opportunities that that involve risks. Secondly, social risks, and then the third risk is actually living beyond yourself, living for a higher cause, living for a mission and a purpose greater than yourself. Most of the six really successful businesses aren't just in it for the profit. It might look like it, but they're they're not. They all nearly have a purpose beyond their business. For some, it's providing clean drinking water in different parts of the world. It's providing homes for the homeless. It's providing food for those who are hungry and so on. Find a purpose, find a mission beyond your life. And here's one of the the final points that we can learn from business. Every successful business, when it gets in trouble, it calls for a consultant, and this is what I want to suggest. Right now, your life, you might feel like your life is in trouble. You might feel like you don't know which way to turn. You might feel like that you've know you, you you've hit rock bottom. Well, here's what I want to suggest to you. Run your life like a business and get a consultant in. And the best consultant you can have for your life is the one who's most preeminently qualified, the one who knows you best, the one who cares for you most and the one who knows the most generally and that is Jesus of Nazareth and you may feel like you're a million miles away from him but you're not you're just one heart whisper one prayer away from him right now no matter what you're going through no matter what you've done no matter who you've done it to no matter how far you've run you are just one prayer away from turning your life around coming back to God and having him restore and repair your life. I invite you to pray that prayer, asking Jesus to help you to turn your life around and take, if you take no other business principle, take that one and begin to run your life like a business with Jesus Christ as your chief
0: consultant. Well, there you go. Thanks very much, Dr. Andrew Corbett. You can of course hear Andrew again tomorrow night at eight thirty with Finding Truth Matters, and we'll have the program uploaded onto our website soon, wayfm.org.au, and you'll be able to download it and listen to it again for free. Wayfm for your Wednesday.